Good morning, London. Every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., only here on AM 980, the MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Uh, joined across from me, uh, Lauren Kielstra. Welcome to the show this morning. Thank you, Ron. It's great to have you here. Thank you. You are operations manager at MedPoint. That's correct. And I know I love seeing you in the office, and I'm thankful that you came over here because <laughs> if you didn't, the listeners would have a show with me exclusively, and that may be a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> depending. I know I've done it before, but uh, yeah, so happy to have you here. What do we have going on at MedPoint? Lots of exciting things happening, and they always are. I mean, it seems like we're always quite busy with uh, training. Obviously, like, there's a lot of people trying to get in shape for their beach bods. Uh, we got dietitian sessions, people coming in for those. Um, of course, our three-hour and five-hour medicals which has always been a staple for us and what we built the business on. And, of course, we have a lot of other different services and specialists on board at MedPoint. So a lot of things always happening, to say the least. And uh, if you want to check out some of our services, it's medpoint.ca. I encourage you to go on that website. Lauren, you can attest to this. I always say at MedPoint there is something for everybody. That's true. I mean, we have the kids program. We've done senior wellness. We do workplace wellness. Uh, the list just doesn't seem to end. Group fitness, group fitness, which yeah. I attended this week. That's a lot of fun. Uh, it is, and I'm actually still stiff from all of that. So good, um, it's good a good sign, builder, yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah. Um, and you know what? That could be you in your workplace. If you're listening right now and you think, "Hey, this uh, workplace wellness thing could be for me and and my uh, staff," then you know, put the uh, drop the. Uh, little hint in your boss's ear uh, <laughs> Tuesday when you get back from work or from the, the weekend, I should say, and see if uh, he wants to reach out and contact us. You can always call us 519-432-1919, or you can always email myself, ron at medpoint.ca. Lauren, dare we give out your email on the air? Of course, it's lauren at medpoint.ca. I think everybody at MedPoint is just always that. There are a couple exceptions, though. So if you know somebody at MedPoint and you want to email them, don't just assume that it is their first name at MedPoint. We've had that happen a few times. Uh, but anyways, regardless, we'd be happy if you came down for a tour. You can always book in to see our facilities, and uh, we'd be happy to help you out with that. Lauren, mm -hmm. this is going to seem like kind of a maybe morbid question, but how long are you planning on living? Well, uh, next, or actually this upcoming Sunday is my 25th birthday. Hey, um, happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. So based on some research that's been happening, um, it looks like I should have a good, cool 100 years left. You know what? That's funny you say 100 because I've always thought that would be kind of my marker. Like 100 years old? Even? I was, when, when I first started in my career... I was doing an ECG on an elderly woman and I asked for her license just so that her health card so I could see how her name was spelt and stuff. It was kind of a Dutch uh, name, so a little difficult. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I, I looked and the date of birth was um, 1908 or 09 <laughs> and I thought... There's no way you're a hundred years old. That yeah. was it was really cool to be in the presence of somebody who's walked this earth for Definitely. that amount of time. If you think about what they went through um, when they were kids, it's a lot different than what we're dealing with right now. Absolutely. Um, and I think that because we're living in an age where everything is better, you know, it was saying in an article I was reading that 
in the winter, we're warm in our houses. In the mm. summer, we're cool. So because of just simple things like that, we're able to live longer. So yeah. we might... We're not up against the elements as much. Exactly. So hopefully we're going to live quite a bit longer hopefully. than the past. And if we don't, then certainly machines can keep us alive a lot longer too. <laughs> True. But, uh, this is what it comes down to though, is the quality of life. I mean, we obviously do have a lot of things working in our favor here on the earth now that obviously our grandparents, great-grandparents did not have. Uh, there are also things against us, going against us, Lauren, being some technology, obviously with cell phone use and, and different things like that. We're becoming lazier. Uh, also processed foods. Of course, mm-hmm. our grandparents and great-grandparents, they always just had you know unprocessed stuff. They didn't have ways to preserve it, ways to package it properly. And uh, there are many, many different factors that weigh into this equation. But what it is showing is that maximum uh, and average lifespans could continue to increase into the uh, foreseeable future. And they've looked at different studies and and they concluded that um, the maximum human lifespan at this current stage is 115 years old. Wow. So anybody who lives past that is going to be... Uh, medical an- anomaly, or how would I say that? Uh, <laughs> you better grab them and research them quick before they choose to expire. Um, so <laughs> definitely interesting stuff. And, and I know that a lot of people will will often look at this and say, well, you know, my family member only lived till 40, or my family member had a great life, lived till they were 95, you know? And there are definitely a lot of exceptions to the rule. And Alex and I talked about this on the radio show last week where you have that chronic smoker who, you know, kicked the bucket at, you know, 95 years old and didn't have any problems. But that is always the exception to the rule. Just like somebody who trains very hard, lifts weights every day, goes for marathon runs, and they kick over because of a heart attack. There's always going to be genetic factors. There's always going to be certain things that you can't explain. But the main thing that we want to get across is that you minimize your risk factors. And that really looking at our three-hour and five-hour medical is going to be key for you to make sure that you minimize your risk factors. Because... Too often in our healthcare system are we just reactive to uh, what's going on around us. Oh, I've got a cold now. I'm going to go to the doctor. Oh, uh, something's sore. I'm going to check that out at the physio. We don't actively seek out medical opinion unless something goes wrong. Would you agree with that? Definitely. Um, I think, unfortunately, a lot of clinics um, and doctor's offices around London are seeing things Unfortunately, when it's already too late. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend preventive health care, of course, because we're hoping to catch things long before um, they're untreatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's always that story that you hear of somebody detecting uh, breast cancer and it's too late. It's already a stage three or four. Exactly. And the treatments can obviously be much more complex and, and complicated and Uh, vigorous when it gets to that point. So yeah, obviously being proactive with your health. At MedPoint, we have clients coming in for their executive medicals. What would you say is the youngest age, Lauren, that you've seen for an executive medical? Maybe like 20, 21? Yeah. I mean, we've definitely seen, I know we've seen 18-year-olds. Other than, you know, if it is someone younger, we do recommend a pediatric doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have those in Byron. So 
But yeah, once they're 18 and on, they should be seeing um, a general practitioner for a three or five hour medical just to get a baseline. Um, as the years goes on, we can see if anything has been changing year yeah. after year. So, well, and, and you know what? I really appreciate MedPoint more after having a, a medical with uh, my family doctor because it was in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then you're out the door and you kind of, I left questioning, you know, why did I even really come here to begin with? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know what, at MedPoint, you're going to get the most comprehensive healthcare uh, that we have to offer, cutting edge technology to help diagnostics, and you're going to really enjoy your experience with us. So definitely encourage you to check it out. That's medpoint.ca. Go on the website, check out the services, and um, yeah, I think that you would be pleasantly surprised to see uh, certain things that maybe appeal to you that you didn't know we had because we offer a lot. So uh, we're going to be talking after the break about alcohol and cell phones. So if any one of those two things or perhaps both appeal to you or or, uh, are involved in your life... (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of funny because who doesn't have a cell phone, then you are going to want to stick around and listen in. And we're going to be right back after this commercial break. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Of course, every 10 a.m. Saturday, I got that kind of mixed up, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, You get the drill. MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Always a pleasure to be here talking health and fitness and joined across the table from me by Lauren Kilstra, Operation Manager at MedPoint. It's always great to have... MedPoint team members join me in studio, uh, whether they're trainers or not. Lauren, pleasure to have you on here. Thank you. Lauren, when I started out the show, I didn't even wish Canada a happy birthday. Where's my manners? I mean, (laughs) you've been hearing about 150 for the last, feels like 150 (laughs) weeks, but uh, happy birthday, Canada. Mm -hmm. Are you doing anything this weekend, Lauren? Um, We're definitely going to Harris Park for the fireworks. Okay. And probably, hopefully, if it's not raining, we're going to sit outside and enjoy the weather. Yeah, absolutely. I know that there's a lot of things set up around Budweiser Gardens, and I noticed that on my drive into work yesterday when I was in there. Uh, There's like some sort of shows and stuff like that. And I know Sloan is going to be performing. Oh, okay. As well as I think uh, Fifi Dobson, I think, uh, was uh, Friday last night so i forget who is who tonight is (laughs) i'm just not sure but anyway there is a lot of stuff going on around the city and uh i encourage you to check it out i I know that i went on the tourism london uh website and they have all sorts of event listings that you know maybe something appeals to you or not uh am 980 of course uh, london's news leader uh, also will be having some certain things uh hosted on their twitter and different things. So encourage you to get out, celebrate Canada's birthday and uh, have a fun time. Also have a responsible time because uh, Lauren, without doubt, there is going to be some alcohol consumed this weekend, I would imagine. That's true, Ron. Yes. And one thing that we wanted to talk about was this article that came out on CBC, alcohol responsible for more hospital visit, more hospital admissions perhaps visits if the family (laughs) member is going to go see their loved one than heart attacks. So more hospital admissions from alcohol than heart attacks last year. That's what the report's saying. Do you believe it? Definitely. Um, Excessive drinking carries a number of health risks, such as liver disease, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and not to mention the risk of death. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a huge issue um, that is preventive, of course. 
And there's a number of ways we can reduce the risk. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I always come back to them, exercise and nutrition. That always seems to be the uh, the solution for, for me uh, when it comes to health uh, issues. But think about alcohol. Um, and I know a lot of people do enjoy responsibly. There are obviously a lot of slow-growing problems if you continually consume alcohol. And there's obviously a lot of... Um, other problems like alcohol poisoning and stuff like that, which is much more imminent if you indulge a little bit too much. But um, these are things that uh, are 100% caused by alcohol, uh, accounted for about 77,000 admissions um, for for hospital admissions, and that's 212 each day on average across the nation, and that's not including those who were treated in emergency departments and then released later. So, wow, these are big numbers and, uh, you know, Canadians like their beer. I mean, on a hot (laughs) day, sometimes there's nothing better than a cold beer. And, uh, you know, you do need to make sure that you enjoy within moderation. Lauren, when we were actually walking into the studio, we were talking about this thing and it always comes up amongst uh, fitness uh, and health professionals, portion control. Mm -hmm. Because as society, we're, we're kind of led to believe that more is better. Right? That's Do you right. want to jack up your drink at, at Jack yep. Astor's? You want more? Uh, you want a bigger uh, container? You want pitchers? You want so more is better. But when it comes down in the grand scheme of things, more you might actually be you know on a slippery slope here of un- unsure of how much you've actually consumed, and that can lead to obviously big calorie uh, intake um, as well as obviously the risk of some of these alcohol. Uh, conditions, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you do have to make sure that you watch what you're drinking because if you have two tall cans, well, that's almost the equivalent of three beers. Mm -hmm. So definitely being responsible, definitely making sure that you're uh, wise with your decisions and uh, looking at those numbers. I mean, you think about some of these things and and I'll just name some of them out, but uh, chronic alcohol use disorder, Alcohol withdrawal, so not only people who are drinking, but people who have stopped and are having issues with it. Harmful alcohol use, alcohol intoxication, which a lot of people do on a daily basis. And um, a couple other ones, uh, acute pancreatitis, uh, hepatitis. uh, You know, these are kind of lesser ones because they don't happen as frequently. But 77,000 cases in emissions and they were looked at heart attacks in the same period and it was 75,000. So they're very close. But when you often think of the leading cause of hospitalization and stuff, you think of heart attack and stroke. That's what automatically kind of comes to your mind, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and obviously the leading cause of injury and death uh, is um, attributed to, hold on a second, in 2015, there were 5,000 82 alcohol attributed deaths. So not good, but it's excessive drinking. So, I mean, it's, it's very much a risk. It's something that you take every time you choose to consume a beverage and you need to make sure that you're smart about it. So mm-hmm. did you have anything else that you wanted to say about this uh, topic? Or should um, we move one along? thing I would recommend is to plan a non-drinking day every week or more than one, yeah. um, because then you can avoid creating a habit. So rather than crack open a beer or have a glass of wine every night, try and have, you know, two or three days a week where you're not drinking whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that should reduce the risk of 
creating a habit. Absolutely. And and if you got to also think about the health care costs in this situation. Definitely. We talk a lot on this program about different things and, and uh, costs being one of them because obviously in Canada, health care is free, but you, know, you don't see the price tag associated with it when you go to the doctor, when you mm-hmm. uh, go into emergency uh, situations and stuff like this. But um, for instance, in 2014 to 2015, the average cost for hospitalization, so in one of those conditions that I mentioned uh, foremost, uh, entirely caused by alcohol was estimated at $8,100 compared to the average hospital stay for other causes, $5,800. What are we trying to say here? Be responsible with your alcohol. Don't make it a habit and uh, make sure that you party responsibly this Canada Day weekend, because we know a lot of people will. Lauren, we've almost cut short our time here, so we're not even going to have maybe uh, any time to talk about the smartphone. I mean, basically, uh, if, if anybody's interested, I know we've already mentioned it, so I might as well allude to it on this program. Having smartphone nearby can be a brain drain, even if it's off. And uh, Lauren, let's just go into this for one minute. Having the cell phone near you, on you, uh, just having it present can sometimes leave you on edge, maybe a little bit anxious. And we know that psychologically, our reward system, anytime that phone dings or vibrates, we exactly. want to be satisfied in knowing what is happening. Uh, any any tips on this one for, for listeners? Uh, well, it's hard for me because I do always have my phone by me. Yeah. Um, but I did get a tip from a coworker today <laughs> telling me to buy an alarm clock. Because I use my phone for my alarm. Yeah. I feel like as a 25-year-old, I <laughs> don't buy alarm clocks because yeah. I have a smartphone. Um, but that is an option for sure is to just go old school and yeah. um, get your alarm clock, put your phone in the kitchen and go to sleep without it. Well, and there are a lot of different ways to disconnect. Obviously, uh, like you were saying with the alcohol, Lauren, and in, in setting time aside, maybe you set, you know, and, and this is usually the case in my family. When I get home from work, I usually put my phone away for two hours. I have dinner with my family. We all sit around the table. We have great conversation and it's undistracted because when the twins go to bed at seven o'clock at night, then we can kind of uh, go back to the cell use and stuff like that. But those yeah. moments are precious to me. So maybe taking time out uh, just to dedicate uh, time to your phone and, and or to not having your phone. That's a great idea. And certainly going to Harris Park this weekend. You can enjoy the fireworks. Don't be on your phone. Oh, I'm not one of those people who <laughs> would take a video of the fireworks. Yeah, no, yeah. Just watch it You enjoy it the and moment as it. it unfolds. Exactly. That's, that's the way to be. That's one thing, and I know we got to close the show <laughs> up, but at concerts, it drives me wild because everybody has a cell phone up in the air, and they don't just look at what's unfolding exactly. before They're them. viewing it through their phone's eyes. And you can always go on YouTube, and you know that you'll see 20, yeah. 30, hundred, you know, videos on there. So anyways, that's all the time we got for today. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me on the program. Thanks for having me. Happy Canada Day, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and stay safe out there. This is Ron Young signing off.